Hey guys, let me tell you about one of my fellow podcasts on the HubSpot Podcast Network. It's called The Product Boss, and it's hosted by Jacqueline Snyder and Mina Kunlo-Sitep. It's all about how to take your physical product sales and strategy to the next level to create your dream life. It's like a workshop-style strategy hour of social media and marketing strategies so you can level up your business. And I just finished listening to this episode called 2K in 30 Days, where they shared 29 ways for you to have a cash injection in your business in the next 30 days. And you better believe I'm going to be using one or more of these strategies so I too can have that cash injection and offset some of this holiday shopping. So be sure to listen to The Product Boss wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Side Hustle Pro the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews-Okome. So let's get started. This episode is brought to you by Comcast Rise. Every side hustler needs support as they go after their dreams. That's why Comcast has provided over $110 million in monetary, marketing, and technology grants to strengthen and empower 13,000 small businesses owned by people of color and women through their Comcast Rise program. And that includes me, Side Hustle Pro. That's right, the tech makeover I received has been a game changer for my business. And do you want to see the other real business owners that received awards? Well, Rise has partnered with Philadelphia area tech education and training nonprofit HopeWorks Camden to develop and release an interactive map of the Comcast Rise awardee locations. Now you can learn more about and support these Comcast Rise small businesses in your community and support them this holiday season and beyond. Learn more over at sidehustlepro.co slash Comcast Rise winners. Hey friends, hey, welcome, welcome back to the show. It's your host, Nikayla, and I'm back today with a first of its kind, Best of Side Hustle Pro compilation from the best snippets that I have heard, sound bites that I've heard throughout this past year on the show. You know, our guests come through and they share some amazing, amazing information. I love especially going through the lightning round with folks and hearing a little bit more about them, especially that final question that I ask, which is what parting advice do you have to share with fellow women side hustlers who want to be their own boss or want to go after their side hustle dream, but are afraid of losing that steady paycheck? And the answers that our guests share always, always, always pour into me. They always leave me so inspired or reminded or affirmed that we're on the right path this is normal. I'm not the only one who's felt like this. And I hope that you guys feel the same. And I know not everyone has heard every single episode this year. So I thought I would compile a best of compilation for you and reshare some of the most impactful advice that was shared to that question on the show this year. So let's jump right into it. Okay, first up, we have episode 293 guest Erica Chambers of the brand Puzzles of Color. She created this brand with her brother. 
during the pandemic, actually, while working full time with a new baby. And let's share what Erica had to say in response to this question. If it's a problem for you, it's probably a problem for somebody else. Like, I mean, there are so many things that you think that you're just the only one. Like, we didn't know that that any other anybody else was looking for puzzles by black people or puzzles by, you know, and we were, we kind of just jumped out on faith, but like the response has been amazing. So I think like trust your gut is a big thing and that we've had to do. And, um, and it's, it's really guided as well. So I love what Erica had to share there because sometimes you friends will ask me, you know, how do you come up with an idea? How do you know which side hustle to choose? And you are more likely to be on the right track when you really lean into a problem. That is something that Erica shared and another guest shared that as well. And I wanted to just remind you of that. If it's a problem for you, it's probably a problem for someone else. Same thing happened with me as I was getting ready to launch this podcast. Remember this podcast came about, it started as a blog and my blog was a little bit more broad because I was trying to create a portfolio, which highlighted that I was very much a marketing analytical thinker and dissecting trends that were going on because I was trying to highlight that for employers. But as I kept going and and really tapped into what was on my heart, I realized I enjoyed interviewing people. And as I started interviewing people, I realized I really loved particularly highlighting the stories of Black women side hustlers because I was just so amazed by people who were killing it at their job and also growing this amazing business on the side. So that is something that I gravitated to. And I felt it was a problem because I couldn't really find these stories regularly. I might see a Black woman entrepreneur interviewed here or there, but one, they didn't talk about it from the lens of when they were side hustling and the stories just weren't not in one place and they were not numerous. So I had a problem and I figured other people might have that problem as well. And wouldn't you know it, I was right. So what about you? You know, What's something in your life that is a problem for you that you wish there was more of? Just like Erica did, I too wanted someone else to just create it so I could listen, but no one created it. Same thing, Erica wanted someone else to just create these puzzles so her and her family could play them, but she couldn't find them. And so she realized she needed to create puzzles of color. Let's move into our next piece of advice. The next guest talked a lot about staying as long as you can while you're side hustling. So this is something I touched on in my last episode, but there is no rush when you're side hustling. There's no rush if you're pursuing the path of entrepreneurship. It's better to really approach this intentionally with a strategy, with focus, and with savings than to rush into it and be broken confused. <laughs> so let's hear what first up Janae Marks, the uh, accomplished author who was just interviewed in episode 328. Let's hear what Janae had to say. Try, I guess, your best to do it while you have another job, if you can. Um, find time to squeeze it in amongst other work um, so that you don't have to feel that stress. Because I think that's the one thing. It, it can feel more stressful. Writing loses a little bit of its joy when you're doing it as a job because it's now I have to make I have to make sure that what I'm producing is going to help me sell the next book versus before it was more fun and more of a, like an escape at the end of my day. So I can understand, you know, so in some ways embrace the fact that if you can have it as a side hustle for now and you're not relying on it fully for income, you can take more risks maybe, take more chances because you have that thing to fall back on. 
but keep going no matter what. I mean, that's my always that's always my number one piece of advice in general is just to keep going, keep trying new things. If something's not working, and then get your community too, because they'll help you, you know, for me, a writing community definitely helped me get to where I am today. So whatever community you're part of, whatever your your creative thing is, um, find your community too, because they'll help you through that journey, however long it may take. So I love what Janae had to share here, because when you're side hustling, you're more likely to take risks. But when it becomes um, something more permanent, a full-time job, or in her case, she is now an author that is under contract with the publisher. And now the publisher gets to weigh in. Similarly, her books are going to be turned into a Disney series. And so all the creative folks over at Disney and the producer, who's going to be Kerry Washington, is they're going to have a say in how that gets adapted to film. Similarly, with your side hustle, when it grows <laughs> a little bit more, there are going to be more people weighing in, whether that's more customers or more stakeholders, it's going to get more stressful. So you have to embrace the process and have patience with the process, but also see the process as a blessing. Because again, you get to try new things when no one's really looking and paying as much attention and you just have more creative freedom and you have more space to do what you need to do to learn and grow without the pressure of, I can't test this out because what if it doesn't work and I don't make as much money and I need to pay my bills and all of the above. So I love that she shared that because that's something really important to keep in mind. And then here's what Gia Peppers, our episode 292 guest, had to say about staying as long as you can as well. If you are in the corporate space and you like your two weeks, every two weeks, every 14 days, and it's not bothering you, I would say stay there because out here is real life net 45, net 60, net 90. Listen, and then net chase down because I didn't get <laughs> I didn't get the check. So, all, sir, ma'am, <laughs> if you value freedom mm -hmm. and you value being able to say, and again, it's freedom mm -hmm. because you don't have a nine to five, you just have a nine to whatever time you end up working and yeah. stop working and, and it's all work, right? But if you value not having to do exactly what somebody says, if you value not having to clock in and do projects that you don't care about, there's a pro and con to each side. So if you are at your desk crying because you hate your job, realize that there are going to be parts about the other side of side hustling that you hate, but the payoff is so worth it. Mm. So just figure out if you, if you are the type of person that, that wants this type of lifestyle, I would even say, try it, right? Like if you work in corporate, you could always get another corporate job, especially if you're a talented black woman, honey, <laughs> we, we will get a job, but have your three months, three to six months saved. And if you're running low on things, girl, ramen noodles still work. You know what I'm saying? We love a good pasta that lasts you the week. Hello. Yes. So TikTok just read, ramen. Google the TikTok, recipe. It's delicious, baby. actually. And do what you got to do to to figure it out. If you're a hustler, if you're a person that's going to do something and you are a hustler and, and you're a strategizer, no one's going to be able to stop you. Google everything and understand that if you really want to do it, you'll find a way. And if you don't, you won't. That's it right there. What Gia shared resonates on so many levels. So number one, if you enjoy your job and it's not 
anything that's stressing or bothering you, then definitely stay as long as you can. Collect those checks, invest those checks. And as you start making money, you have extra income. You can save a whole paycheck and just live off whether it's your side hustle or your full-time job, what have you, you can keep investing into the business so that later on, if money ever becomes tight, you have a whole bunch of savings. And then of course, if you're someone who is willing to put in the work, you're going to find a way to do it. You're going to find a way to come out on top. So that's not a question. It's all about the how, how do you want to do it? How long do you want to do it? How do you want to go about it? And that's it. So now let's hear from Desiree Verdejo. She is the creator and founder of Hyperskin. And here's what she had to share about making that decision to take the leap. And this is episode 287, y'all. Oh, I hate this question because I think I'm supposed to say don't worry, but like worry. Um, I would say like worry, like having a steady paycheck as a former attorney is um, wonderful. Don't take it for granted, but save. You you know, I, I would say save and, and, and start taking te- steps in that direction. But yeah. I would say save, save. Because I don't think that people really hear the save part. Like they hear like what you did. Oh, I was a lawyer and then I was this, but save. And like save more than you think you need. And, tr- and stay, I would also say, and this is like very anti, I think the current tone of things. But yeah. I would say to the extent you can work learn and make money from someone else and do what it is you want to do like keep it a side hustle for as long as it can be because i didn't do that with um moving from law and i've i've met people that have and i just i think i was so focused on like this is the title i want this is the lifestyle i want you will get to the title and the lifestyle but you will live a much more balanced life if you do that with someone else's like salary and benefits Um, so Desiree is speaking facts. Desiree is speaking the truth. You guys learning on someone else's dime is a true life hack. So when you are getting roles, really try to be strategic about what do you want to learn next? It was very serendipitous that I worked for NPR and I was inside of one of the biggest podcast publishers and producers out there and was able to be a fly on the wall and also be present and active in in meetings and making decisions and launching shows. It was only God, I can say, for that to come about. Because again, when I joined, I didn't know I would be launching a podcast for sure. The idea was swimming around in my head, but I didn't know for sure that I wanted to do that. And I certainly didn't know that I was going to be doing it full time at some point. So Try to be strategic about the life skills you want to gain. And as you start to learn more about the side hustle you're interested in, if at all possible, it's not always possible. Sometimes your world are starkly different, the worlds that of your side hustle versus your full-time job. However, there's still something. Desiree was an attorney. I'm sure that comes in handy with her contracts. Accounting, you're going to need those skills, like any kind of business skills you're going to need, sales, huge marketing, PR. So anything you're doing, remember that you're going to need this down the line for your business. So how can you apply this? And what else do you think you might need to learn that you currently do now and just get really, really good at it while you're there? So see every single job like it is an education that you get to go to and get paid (laughs) to be there. Let's transition into some of our responses from our guests that talked about how to take that first step and what you should be thinking about as you're taking that first step and the mindset you should have. So 
let's get into what Monique Little of the Yugo Natural brand, she was our episode 288 guest. Let's hear what she had to share about taking that first step. I would say take the first step and it doesn't nece- that first step doesn't necessarily mean quitting your full-time job. But take that first step and then take the next one. Um, and, you know, it'll take you where it needs to take you if you're continuously working on it. As long as you're not giving up, it's going to have to think that's just the way life works. It's going to have to move forward. Uh, so just take the first step and then take the next one and, and try to manage things as it feels natural for you and your family. That piece of advice is so important. I get approached by so many people who start overwhelming themselves. They start thinking about, oh, what about when my boss hears about this? Oh, what about when this happens? They haven't even launched yet. They haven't even finalized what they're going to be doing. And they're already caught up in this worry phase. They're already like knee deep in a lawsuit that is never going to come to pass. (laughs) And you have to stop doing that. You have to stop doing that to yourself. Half, no, 90% five percent of the things you worry about will never ever come to pass and how you waste your time how you slow yourself down how you impede your own progress by thinking about these things you know i can't emphasize enough how much you just have to focus on the next step in front of you what does that look like okay Let's start to write down, take some of those ideas out of our head and start to put those down as our initial draft of a business plan. Here's what I want to do. Here's how I think I can make money from it. Here's who I want my customers to be and who I think would be interested in this. Here's how it solves a problem. Start to write all of that down, right? And then go from there into the next step after that. And slowly but surely, you'll be moving towards launching your side hustle. Now, let's also hear what Lola Banjo of the Silver and Riley brand had to say in episode 296 about taking that first step. So if you have an idea and this idea has been with you for some time and you've studied the idea, you know that there's something there and you also know that, you know, this is something that you are passionate about. I just want to say you don't have to have everything perfectly figured out before you go do it. You have to start it first, right? You're going to learn along the way. You're going to do things wrong. You're going to bounce back and you're going to learn and you're going to get back up there, but you have to start. So I love what Lola had to share here because it sounds so simple, but it again, just reiterates what I was saying before in that before you can even get to anything you're worrying about, you have to start it. And you cannot just leave it in the phase of being a thought or even being an idea that's written down on paper, you have to start it. And until you do that, that's the only thing I want you to focus on. I don't want you to focus on these made up scenarios in your head. I don't want you to focus on everything that could go wrong because that's where a lot of our minds tend to take us to. The only thing I want you to focus on is how are you going to start it? And the next step, that you need to take the immediate next step that you need to take to work on starting this side hustle. All right. When was the last time you heard someone say it's almost too easy when talking about a piece of tech? Probably never, right? Because tech usually isn't easy. Tech is usually complicated, intimidating, too busy, too frustrating, all of that, right? When it should just be plain easy. Well, 
HubSpot's CRM platform is ridiculously easy to learn, use, and love. That's because it's a handcrafted, sophisticated system designed for the way teams actually work, not a bunch of cobbled together tools that don't speak to each other. With a suite of powerful tools that seamlessly connects your teams and customizable hubs that you can add or subtract as you grow, it's not almost too easy. It's easy to use, period. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. I love the advice that these guests have shared so far. I hope you guys are enjoying this as well. And now I'm going to get into some of the best side hustle advice that we received this year all about mindset. So let's get into that. So um, our very first guest that touches on mindset was episode 297 guest, Raina Campbell, the creator and host of the Dreams and Drive podcast. Raina is a current side hustle working by day for Paramount and hosting her podcast and doing a number of side hustles on the side. So here's what Raina had to say about what you truly need to succeed as a side hustler and ultimate entrepreneur. So I get this from my guests and I say this a lot is I always thought that the biggest challenge in putting your dreams into drive was going to be something tactical, like, you know, LLC, figuring out taxes. Like, no, the biggest challenge is going to be like your own limiting beliefs, like the fear, the doubt. And I think if you focus on really making sure your mindset is good and that you, you really renew your inner confidence and just tell yourself, Hey, let fear go, let doubt go. That's when you'll start seeing success in the dream driving journey. The other stuff, you could figure it out. You could hire somebody to do your tax. You got, you know what I mean? But you can't hire somebody to fix that fear and that doubt within yourself. I mean, you can get coaches, but at the end of the day, you have to do the work. So I guess the real, the real answer to this question is like, do the work, your inner work. That is so critical. You guys doing that work, that inner work. That is the thing that I find myself working on the most because the mindset, it, controls everything. It directs everything. If you don't believe you can do this, you're never going to do it. If you don't believe that you can ascend to a certain level, you won't ascend to that level. So let's shift that. Let's believe that we can do these things and then let's focus on the next step to doing that. And I love what Raina shared about what she used to think would be the challenges in in entrepreneurship because I had those same thoughts. I thought, oh, it's going to be this and it's going to be that. And actually, if you don't believe in yourself, how can you get someone else to believe in you, your business, your product, your service? You can't. So it's truly the most important thing you can do is get your mindset together. And it's not this like light switch where, oh, I do this, this, and this. I attend this program. I get this life coach. Then boom, my, my mindset is fixed. It's done. I'm no longer a limited belief person. No, it's a continual thing for the rest of your life. You have to pour into yourself for the rest of your life. You have to take those moments in the beginning of the day. You have to pump yourself up. You have to affirm yourself. And that that's how you stay vibrating high. And when you have those low vibration days, that's how you get back up the next day or the next week, however long it takes to keep going down this road and to keep thriving in this journey. 
Let's also hear what Renee Blewett had to share about the skills that you need to thrive in this world. Um, Renee, as you know, is the creator of the She Did That film, and she also has her own podcast. And here's what she had to share in episode 305. Whatever you are doing now that is generating this steady paycheck, and I think we talked about this briefly in the conversation for my podcast, that skill, that background that you've built over the years, that experience you have does not go away (laughs) when you decide to take a leap into something else. It will always be there for you to go back and revisit and tap into if you have to. My thing is you don't want to ever have this what if. And you also don't want to look up and you see someone executing the idea that you had and sat on for so many years. So I would say, you know, I'm definitely not telling like, just do it. Just, you know, just leave your job. But know that like your gift that has gotten you to this place in life is your gift, no one else's. And so you can tap into it and and leverage it whenever you want to, you know? I really needed to hear that when Renee shared that. How many of you, you think it's either or? It's all or nothing. Like, oh, if I give up this career, I can never go back to that. And what she shares just reminds us that you literally have a gift inside of you. You have years of experience, skills, natural given talents, and that's in you. That's in you and it's up to you to manifest it however you want, whether that's applying it to a new role or applying it to your business. And it is like your power to dispense whenever you're ready. And when you think about that and you're reminded of the power that's within you, you feel unstoppable. You feel invincible, honestly. We all have to be reminded that we have that in us. We're going to be okay. You have a power, a ball of power that you can let out and unleash whenever you need it, whenever you need it to make money, to get a new role, or to make more money in your side hustle slash business. It is there. All right. So it's not all or nothing. It's not all or nothing. And that's even more reason for you to try because you can always tap into that inner power. So I think sometimes when people say so casually, oh, you can always get another job. Um, It's something I used to say sometimes too, but I try not to just because I don't want it to seem casual. Like I'm not saying that the job search process isn't difficult and people make everything seem so easy. Like, oh, I want a job now. I'm going to go out there and get one tomorrow. (laughs) It's, It's not like picking apples off of a tree. However, I like this view of thinking it more of what's inside of you and remembering the magic you have inside of you and the fact that you can unleash it whenever it needs be. Because it takes away this feeling of helplessness when you might be on the job search again and you're not getting a job. You start to feel helpless. You start to feel untalented. But you have to remember that your talents are always within you and the right role, the right opportunity will meet with that talent and it's all going to be okay. So I love that reassurance and that reminder from Renee. And then finally, on this topic of mindset, we've got to tap back into what Shantae Lundy, the creator of Black Girl Sunscreen, had to say about her crawl, run, walk approach. She was episode 321. Let's hear what she had to say. 
Um, well, my first piece of advice is the crawl, walk, run strategy because sometimes we want to sprint and we need to really figure things out and really create that that foundation so there's no cracks in it. Yes. You can't fall through it. Um, my second piece of advice is follow your intuition. Mm-hmm. That's important. And I don't base, it sounds crazy, I don't base any of my decisions off data or logic. Wait, what now? <laughs> crazy isn't it yeah so what do you base it off of feeling feeling uh, all right this this feels good to me it feels great yeah okay it looks it lo- looks like it makes sense let's do it well it that seems like it's working for you and it's all about what works for you so but we have other people do that stuff mm-hmm. right like you know dig into numbers analyze you know trends do yeah. do the research i mean black girl sunscreen is here with no data yeah not many people would do something like that without having proof. Right. There's no proof of 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 concept. And I said, well, I don't need the proof. I want this. Mm-hmm. That I did what my soul told me to do. Right. So that's how I lead the business. Isn't that incredible? What Shantae had to say touches on a few important points. So first of all, we go back to that mindset piece of truly believing in yourself, but giving yourself the grace to crawl first, not being ashamed to crawl first, understanding, hey, I'm crawling right now because that comes before I walk. I'm walking right now because that comes before I run. And reminding yourself that you are going at a different pace and your own pace, and you don't need to focus on what anyone else is doing because they might be in their run phase while you're in your crawl phase. There's no competition. Similarly, you might both be in your crawl phase. They might get to walking earlier. It's it's kind of like children. Everyone pops at different times. Everyone grows at a different rate. And you cannot compare the two because everyone's a different kid. So with that said, I really like that reminder from Shantae and then how she approaches her business in terms of going with her gut. It takes a certain level of confidence to feel that way. And it also is a confidence that we should all have in terms of knowing when to go with our gut. Now, she's not saying that there's no data in her business. She's hired people who now do that. That's happening. What she's saying is when she was growing and when she makes that final call, it's all about gut because she trusts her gut because she knows this product came about starting with her own need, her own need that she knew was a problem. And if she has a problem, just like Erica Chambers said, she knew other people would have the problem. And so it comes from that gut feeling of understanding as a core person who needs this product herself. And as you are developing this, it is easier to create a business that you can relate to. If you're going to start something that you're not in the target market at all, or you've never had to contend with this problem. So for example, Denise Woodward, who created the Partake Cookies, was on the show a few years ago and her daughter has a severe allergy. So although she herself doesn't have an allergy, she understands as a parent of a child with a severe allergy who still wants sweet treats. So that's what I mean by it is much easier to grow a company, to understand how to grow a company and how to reach that customer when you have some touch point with the problem that you are solving for. And then that confidence in being able to make that gut 
call of this is what feels right, this is what works, will come from that. And so now let's switch into another important reminder about going along this path of side hustling and taking a leap, betting on yourself and taking your business full time. One of the important things that we have to think about is how do we preserve relationships? How do we leave behind the past without forgetting who we knew then and forgetting that network. So Denitra Burnett, who is the creator of Savvy Events, it's it's since been renamed, but the Savvy is in there. <laughs> um, so she was episode 295. And here's what Denitra had to say about preserving relationships. Remember that relationships matter. So if you're going to leave a job, make sure you leave well. Make sure that you are genuine with people because you never know who can help you in the future. You just, you never know. So never burn a bridge. We all got to be reminded of that. It's so easy to be like, I'm making money. Forget (laughs) y'all. I'm taking my business full time. Bye. Oh, y'all piss me off. Bye later. I never have to deal with you again, (laughs) but you can't actually do that because one, you never know when you'll come across these people again. And you just never know who they know and who might consult them for an opinion. Um, now, I do believe though that like what God has for me, no one can stop. However, I don't intentionally try to burn any bridges or damage any relationship. I think that Denitra gave us an, a very important reminder about preserving those relationships as much as you can and not forgetting that. So there are guests who have worked at companies that their product is now in that brand. So I've had Jasmine Foster who created the Be Rooted line. She was a guest on the show last year and she's worked at Target on the actual buyer side and the decision-making side for a while, helping other Black entrepreneurs get into Target. And then when her own line started to grow, she is now completely full-time entrepreneur, but her line is in Target. So how cool is that? And I imagine if she burned bridges, her line would never be in Target, (laughs) right? So you have to preserve those relationships. Even if you're having a tough time at your job, even if you hate your boss, do what you got to do and think about the bigger picture and think about what's next because one day you won't have to deal with these people, even if they're pissing you off. So don't even worry about that, but just do what you can to just maintain even relationships. And then finally, I want to leave you with some party advice from a few of our guests who talked about how important it is to go after your calling and not let fear stop you. So first up, we have episode 325 guest, Will Glory Tanjong, the creator of the Anima Iris line, which is a Beyonce love designer handbag line. So here's what Will Glory had to say in episode 325. For me, I sat back. And I had to think like, all right, I'm at this company. I'm making good money. The company's not like overwhelming or anything. Good work-life yeah. balance. I, in 10 years, I'll have mm-hmm. this position. This is how much this position is making. You know, this is probably what my house will look like. Like this is probably <laughs> what my life will look like. And I was like, I don't really like that. Like mm-hmm. I, I, that, that, that life I painted of what it would look like yes. in 10 years if I stayed with that company, any company, mm-hmm was not Mm -hmm. exciting for me it Mm. for me it was like I'd always felt like I had so much more to contribute to this world and if you feel like you have a calling which we all do 
we all have a purpose in this life, then pursue that. Not every, listen, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. It is very hard. Side hustles can be for everybody. And even side hustles don't always have to be something you're making money off of. It can also be something you just love. But in this life, make sure Mm -hmm. you do something that you love and you care about. That's going to drive you every single Mm -hmm. day. I just love what Will Glory shared there. And especially the part about entrepreneurship isn't for everyone, but side hustling is the idea of pursuing your calling, whatever is on your heart to do that you've always wanted to do. You can start that as a side hustle to see if you truly want to keep exploring it. Sometimes things just come to you. Things just interest you and they're on your heart for a moment and you explore it. And then you realize, hey, I ultimately, this was fun. I'm glad that I did this, but I don't want to stick with this. That's perfectly okay as well. But you do yourself a disservice when you don't even explore it. In this life, we all know we have limited time here and there's just no reason why not, you know, while you're here, why not at least explore it as a side hustle? As um, I think it was Desiree talked about, like, starting doesn't mean you have to quit your job, okay? No one said that. No one said anything about that. You don't have to quit your job just because you started a side hustle. So now that we've taken that pressure off, now that we've taken the pressure off for it to look a certain way or be a certain way, now what are you going to do? What are you going to do in going after whatever is on your heart to make sure that you don't leave this earth without at least trying it. I can't wait to see what you guys do. All right. So next up we have Cody Elaine Oliver. She is the co-founder of Black Love. They are the creators of the Black Love series on OWN, the Black Love app, and all the Black Love programming, including their Black Love Summit. So all things that you see, she was our episode 327 guest with an update episode. And here's what she had to share about going after your calling. It's okay to be afraid, but if you know that this is what you're supposed to be doing, you have to give it a shot. So that was short and simple. That was short and simple, but I wanted to include it here because all of these things are part of those affirmations and those daily reminders that you need to give yourself to be that battery pack in your back to just keep going. You know, like it's okay to be afraid. All right, check. That's that's expected. That's a given. That's normal. Now let's keep moving. It's okay to think all these thoughts about what are they going to think? What does this look like? Oh my goodness. People are looking at me. People are seeing what I'm doing. So-and-so from junior high school is in my business. <laughs> Who cares? Keep going. All of that is natural and normal. Acknowledge and keep it moving. And finally, 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 here's the last piece of advice from our Side Hustle Pro Best of Compilation for 2022. This comes from episode 307 guest, Felicia Jackson, who is the creator of the CPR rap. And here's what she had to say about going after your calling. I always tell people to never let fear be your driver. Don't do it. Don't do it. Believe in yourself, trust in yourself, and trust the process. You'll you'll, you'll come out on the end, good or bad. You know, it's all a learning experience. Uh, Failure is not truly failure. You know, it's a way to learn. And with that, 
there you have it, you guys. What better note to end on than that? Fear, you can acknowledge it, but do not let it be your driver. Do not let it drive you into inaction and into never going after your dreams, never pursuing that calling, ignoring what it is you truly want to explore. Don't let that happen. All right. It's okay to quote unquote fail. That is just leading you into a new direction. That's letting you know what won't work, what can work, what can be done better. And all it is, is a learning tool and experience. So I really hope that the advice shared in this best of episode will be empowering and inspiring for you as you go into 2023 and you make your plans for this next year and you truly go after everything that you've been going after. And if you haven't started your side hustle, I hope you'll finally launch it. If you have launched it and you've had ups and downs, I hope you'll keep going. I hope you'll restart it. I hope that you won't give up. All right. And with that, you guys, I'll talk to you next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other side hustlers just like you to find the show. And if you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Side Hustle Pro. Plus, sign up for my six-foot Saturday newsletter at sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter. When you sign up, you'll receive weekly nuggets from me, including what I'm up to, personal lessons, and my business tip of the week. Again, that's sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter to sign up. Talk to you soon.